This is the Everything Podcast, the most non-PC podcast of the PC era. Hey Lou, would you kindly drop a bomb on him? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome and thank you for joining me for episode 60 of the Everything Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Lou from the BX, a.k.a. Dominican Lou, a.k.a. Louis Balboa, a.k.a. Your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, the Lou's Canon of Podcasting. And I am coming to you on a very chilly January day in Florida. Uh, it was 41 degrees this morning, which, if you don't know, is fucking cold for Floridians. So, last night I slept with a hoodie and sweatpants on. I don't think I've ever done that before in my life, but here we are. And, uh, as you can tell, <coughs> excuse me, feeling much better than I was last episode. Um, my voice has returned to me. Unfortunately, it the ickiness was passed to my wife, so now she's going through it over there with her cough and her phlegm. But, <coughs> you guys didn't need to know about all that. And not that you care, but I was just letting you know. So, it is definitely flu season. This change of temperature for Floridians is not a good thing. Uh, and we all seem to work in these closed environments, so we just end up passing everything to each other. But, uh, thankfully I'm feeling much better, so hopefully it stays that way. And I hope you guys are all feeling better, and I'm glad you're here with me on this episode. Today we're going to talk about some shit. Alright? Some shit. You want to know what we're talking about this episode? We're going to talk some shit. Um, but before we do that, just wanted to let you guys know, since last episode I kind of hopped and skipped over it, the little podcast that could, um, you know, I don't want to get, you know, again, and I say it every time because I, like, don't want to harp on it, but, um, it, it brings me joy that, uh, somewhere people are downloading this show as much as they are, so, the first month I was on Anchor, it took exactly 31 days, but we hit a thousand downloads the first month. Um, and that was a big deal for me because once I migrated my podcast from Podbean, at Podbean I was at uh, like 6,500 download, total downloads. And moving over to Anchor in one month, I ended up with a thousand. So. I was wondering if it was going to, where it was going to go from there. Is it going to increase? Is it going to decrease? And I just noticed every single day, my numbers kept going up. Well, as of the 18th of January, I hit another thousand. So in almost, almost a little over half of a month, I got another thousand downloads. So right now we're at 2,100 downloads. And uh, it's it's exciting. It's 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 crazy to me. Uh, according to Anchor, I'm getting about 20 spins per episode of the hundred and well, this will be 107 total podcasts that I have available. Um, it's very encouraging and it's pretty cool. And I just want to thank you guys very much for downloading my show. I really appreciate it. And I love every single one of you who are listening to my voice. I really really do i'm not just saying that so we're going to keep pushing with anchor we're going to keep it moving we're going to keep it going we're going to keep moving upward and uh what can i say thank you guys really appreciate you so everything radio i'm looking to push that launch into february 
which is not going to be any big surprise if you guys knew my issue with all my music that I decided to delete. And then all of a sudden, the next week, I needed it. But what can you do? So my main issue comes from not the fact that I need to re-download these songs. That's not the problem. Well, it kind of is a little bit because, unfortunately, um, Google only allows you to do one song each. So I have to make my playlist and then individually go and look for these songs and download them one by one instead of downloading the entire folder of music that I need. So that's one issue. The other issue is I need to make sure the metadata is correct for Live 365 because they require, like, I don't know if they're going to require, um, like, the metadata that you get from music when you buy and download it <clears throat> or if I can just go in there and edit my metadata which I do a lot uh, I don't know if I just edit mine and just put in you know make sure the artist name is correct the song is correct the track number the album and the year I would think that's enough but I don't know if there's any additional data in there that Live 365 is going to require um, before they play my shit so I'm in the research section of all that um, still might launch at the end of the month. It, it's a possibility, but it's looking to be, it's becoming a little more difficult as the days go by. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see where it goes, but I'm hoping to get it out there at least by first week of February. So, um, that's about all I have about that. And, um, yeah, that's it guys. So rock and roll, uh, Live long, rock and roll, party hard, all that good stuff. Welcome to the Everything Podcast. Here we go. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Joe Black, and you're now listening to the world famous Everything Podcast with your boy Lou from the BX. So I can't remember the last time a Razor ad caused so much uproar, but here we are in the days of outrage that we're living in, Gillette managed to piss off a whole bunch of men. So Gillette recently released a commercial that targeted toxic masculinity, which is one of my favorite phrases, and a lot of people lost their minds over this thing. So. Basically, what happened is they made a commercial where they showed a bunch of situations like uh, teenage boys getting bullied, uh, women being catcalled, basically men behaving badly. And in showing this, they kind of wanted to put a target on that kind of behavior. And then as you watch the commercial, they show those things happening and then they show another man coming in and kind of going like, yo, chill, to try to put a stop to this behavior. So, you know, they, they, for instance, the woman, there's a woman walking by, some dude walks out of like, I, I barely remember it because I, I saw it, but I just watched it one time. This thing like walks out of a shop or something and he tries to catcall her and another guy's like, yo, really, bro? Is that what we're doing? Chill out. And he kind of puts a stop to it. <clears throat> so... They put this commercial out, and 
men everywhere lost their goddamn minds. I saw a bunch of people posting pictures of their razors in the garbage, taking pictures of it with the Gillette logo facing the camera so they can say, hey, I'm throwing your products in the trash and boycotting you. There was some dude who posted a picture of his Gillette razor in the toilet. And he was saying, I'm done with your products, which I personally found fucking hilarious because you know damn well you cannot flush a razor through the toilet. So he put it in there and then he had to reach in there and pull it out and throw it away. Fucking jackass. So you had all these guys protesting and getting enraged over this thing. And and I when I decided to watch the commercial... After I watched it, I was just really irritated because, and I was irritated because it was a good commercial. Like Gillette actually tried to do something positive, you know. Yeah, they're a razor company, but they're allowed to make a statement. They, you know, they they're they're target. This is a product specifically targeted towards men. I know that there's Gillette razors for women and all that, but for the most part, when you think of Gillette. You think of the best a man can get. That's the old 80s little jingle that's razors for men. So they target men. So they try to do a commercial trying to enlighten or whatever. And everybody's like, you sell razors. You shouldn't tell me what to do, bro. Fuck out of here. Just show me, you know, how the razor cuts and or whatever. And... <clears throat> you know, in this in this time that we're living in, it's I don't see what's the harm in trying to reach out to a large audience of males like that and try to deliver a positive message. And how that positive message can be taken so wrongly by most of these men shows what the problem is. You know, I'm all for, you know, maintaining manhood and being a man and uh, you know, all that man shit. I'm with that. But I also have sisters and I know, and I also have a lot of female friends who I talk to all the time and they tell me shit like their DMs are fucking wild. Like as men, we don't have to worry about opening our DMs and seeing somebody's cock in there. Women have to deal with that shit all day, every day. They have to deal with people in their DMs trying to send them shit, trying to ask them, show me tits, show me this, show me that. And if you don't, they get called a whore. They deal with that shit all the time. And it's a kind of behavior that shouldn't be, we shouldn't allow that as men. We shouldn't. Especially if you call yourself a man, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to, they shouldn't be, <clears throat> you shouldn't be allowing that kind of behavior to happen. Now, I'm not saying we need to go out there and start fighting and punching people in the face who are catcalling women or whatever, but men need to step up and be men. You want to call yourself a man, be a man. It's simple. That's why I didn't understand this whole uproar over this ad. You know, you had people out there tell, trying to tell Gillette to stay in their lane and just make razors. Let's say... You missed the whole point of the commercial. So, guys, can we just be a bit a little better? Can we just be a little better? Can we just take criticism and and turn it into a positive and just kind of be better males? 
I want to try to be a better male in this new year. I'm trying. It's hard, but I am trying. And I think if we all tried a little harder, this world will be a much better place. But that's just my two cents. You are currently tuned into The Everything Podcast, now on Anchor FM. The Everything Podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbay FM, CastBox, Player FM, Radio Public, and Acast. The Everything Podcast is brought to you by Lou from the BX, a.k.a. Louis Schmurda, Louis Balboa, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, the loose canon of podcasting. The Everything Podcast, now available on all streaming platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the Everything Podcast. I know you are already here, but I'm excited. I'm very excited because the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is sitting right there on my screen. I got out of work an hour ago. I have now had time to come home, take a dump, make myself a little something to eat. I got a nice warm coffee in front of me. My cat is staring at me as I speak into my phone. And the Far From Home trailer is here. All I have to do is press play, and it will begin. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have not watched it yet. I've avoided any and all spoilers for this trailer, aside from the ones that came out in December. And I am going to watch this right now, and you are going to listen. How's that? You like that? You like that? All right, here we go. Let's go, boys and girls. Spider-Man. Okay, I missed that beginning thing. No, no, no. All right, pause. Nope, we're not doing this half-assed. There was a little beginning snippet thing and it was already playing, so let's start that over. The volume was not sufficient anyway. Turn that shit up. Turn my headphones up. Turn them shits up. All right, here we go. Ooh, he's gliding. Whoa, all right. Whoa. 
Whoa. Hydro man, son. What? Oh my god. Oh my god. Fucking awesome! Alright, hold up. Now, okay. Um, Alright, I was gonna watch that again, but I don't wanna put you guys through that again. But I'm definitely gonna watch that at least three or four more times. Now, that was, that was a fucking cool trailer, and I'll tell you why. Because I was sitting there watching the whole beginning with Aunt May um and peter interacting with happy and i'm just like okay let's let's see some spider-man action and then when they finally showed you some spider-man action it was all fucking amazing um first things first aunt may so i guess at the end of homecoming you know she whatever she sees the suit so i guess they're just going forward with she's knows his secret identity and he has someone to talk to. That's different in Spider-Man lore because, you know, Spider-Man's secret identity, he keeps it from everybody. Aunt May, there's some instances in some comics and some universes where Aunt May knows that he's Spider-Man, but she never tells him. Uh, the only one he really ever tells that he's Spider-Man is Mary Jane Watson. Um, so seeing her being cool with it and telling him, take your suit and all that is pretty cool. Uh, happy and her looking like they kind of got a little something going on is a cool little thing but I'm sitting here watching this trailer and I'm like all right okay let's let's can you stop showing me that what is this if I can it's like a, a CW show or something I was watching and then uh, Nick Fury shows up and the whole game changed I had no I, I didn't realize Nick Fury was in this movie yet I've tried to stay away from information about this movie so uh i'm trying to do that with all the marvel films just like the first teaser trailer comes out and i'm trying to just watch that and be done with it until the movie comes out uh but that nick fury pops out and then shit starts hitting the fan you see what looks like hydro man but i guess he's like covered in mud so he looks kind of like a big mud man kind of looks like a clay face almost uh and then you see him on fire so he looks like a big lava man then you see him in water and he's fucking uh, doing his Hydro Man thing. And then uh, Mysterio pops out, Jake Gyllenhaal, no helmet on, uh, looking like a badass. And then him and Spider-Man are tag teaming up against Hydro Man. That's fucking cool, man. And props to Marvel, man. Just, you know, I was a little worried about this movie because, not, not so much the movie, but I was a little worried about the how I was going to receive it because to be honest with you um Ant-Man and the Wasps came out I went to go see it in the theaters first day and I could care less about Ant-Man and the Wasp uh the Captain Marvel trailer dropped and as cool as I thought it was I just been super lukewarm on it the last trailer that just came out I haven't even watched because I I don't want to see too much the second trailer dropped and although it was much cooler, 
I just like I don't fucking care about anything that does not have to do with Infinity War or Avengers Endgame. Like Marvel really kind of I don't want to say they screwed themselves, but they really put themselves in a weird position because Infinity War was such the pinnacle of Marvel's films. Like that shit was just perfection and it leaves you like on a cliffhanger that you just you just want to know what happens and they continue to drop more movies in between Infinity War and Endgame and I'm just like yo I don't fucking care I don't care about Ant-Man and the Wasp I don't care about Captain Marvel I want to know what happens already so I was a little worried That with this trailer, I was just going to see it and be like, all right, yeah, you know. But I knew in the back of my mind that that wasn't going to happen. Because I just finished playing Spider-Man on PS4. I completely completed the game 100%. Platinum trophy and all that good shit. Shout out to the PlayStation Nation out there listening. Uh, And I... I, I, It's Spider-Man, bro. How can you not get excited about Spider-Man? Spider-Man is the the staple of marvel and it's 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 so people don't understand how important it is to have spider-man in the mcu like they they just think he's just a one-off little yeah, it's just spider-man no spider-man is not just a little spider-man spider-man is an essential marvel character he's up there with batman for dc uh he's an iconic marvel character like he interacts with the x-men the fantastic four the avengers he interacts with everyone in the marvel universe and he's the everyman so it's he just intermingles with everybody and every character and he always has um so he's it's a very important spider-man is is essential he's crucial to the mcu so when they finally got him he was like the missing piece of the puzzle not that there was a missing piece because before Spider-Man came along, Marvel was Marvel Studios was pushing along. They were doing fantastic, but just having Spider-Man now, it was just like the the ice cream topping on the cake. And you know, so getting back to this trailer, I was a little worried, a little bit that I wasn't gonna get open, and now I'm extremely open, seeing Mysterio looking like a badass again. What I was originally trying to get to when I said props to Marvel Studios is props to Marvel Studios for taking these like low key characters and just making them phenomenal. I still can't believe what they did with the Vulture. The Vulture is probably one of the best villains in the MCU. He's definitely, definitely top five. He has to be top five. Thanos obviously is number one. Uh, you know, Killmonger is number two. And then from there, you know, put whoever you want in there. But those are my number one and my number two. But Vulture is definitely top five from as far as his motivations to how he was portrayed on, on Spider-Man Homecoming. The way he looked. They took Adrian Toomes from the comic with that spandex green suit with actual feathers. And they turned it into that. What you saw in Spider-Man Homecoming. Fantastic. I couldn't have imagined Vulture being as badass as he was in that movie. And now I'm looking at Mysterio. Who Mysterio is probably one of the corniest. Marvel villains that there is. Corny as shit. He's got a big fishbowl helmet. 
He's got a gaudy ass purple and green suit with these big ass gloves and this yellow stripe on his chest and this big purple cape. And somehow Marvel Studios managed to portray him in that trailer at least to look like a complete badass. So you got to give it up to Marvel Studios, man. Thank God for these people. Thank God for these movies. I'm extremely open. That was your Spider-Man Far From Home trailer reaction audio. And uh, I'm going to watch this again. And I suggest that you do too. Marvel all day. God bless America. God bless Marvel Studios and Spider-Man. Yeah. And hurry up with fucking Endgame. Let's go. Can't wait for April. Welcome to Lulu's World Order. Look at you. What do you believe in, huh? What do you believe in? Build that wall. 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 Shut your bitches up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LWO Lose World Order. So, off the jump, I just want to let you all know that I was wrong. I was deceived. I was bamboozled. I was hoodwinked. I was led astray. And I was wrong. I also learned something this week. So let me just give you a quick refresher if you don't know what's been happening this week what the big story was it involved these Covington Kentucky high school students who were in Washington DC and got into what seemed to be an altercation with these two different groups who were also there doing their own protests or having their own walks Uh, I've never been to Washington DC but apparently when you go to Washington DC and go to like the where the monument is and shit there's a bunch of people doing protests and there's a bunch of things happening kind of like Times Square when you go and there's a bunch of people there they got mics they got speakers and they're they're doing their own thing and giving their word so these students were there and video surfaced of these students now I'm gonna give you my timeline on this uh, it's what ended up what I ended up seeing was <clears throat> excuse me these students seem to be harassing a Native American man by the name of Nathan Phillips who was uh, playing his drum as the the Native Americans were doing their own march again I'm not saying this is what happened but this is what I saw when I caught wind of this story a bunch of these students, surrounded this man while he was playing a drum very calmly and quietly just beating on his drum trying uh during his protest and all these kids were jumping around and acting a fool and carrying on now i saw this video and the video was topped off by a young man who was wearing a Make America Great Again hat and standing in the face of this Native American gentleman while he's playing his drum and just smirking. But he's just standing there and smirking and looking into this man's eyes while this man is standing there playing. Um, Now, I saw this video. 
that was the video that I saw at first. And I immediately just seeing the kid's face and watching this bit, this splice of this video out of context, I immediately was angered and I went to Twitter to see what people are talking about, what's going on. And basically the story that I got was these kids were being dicks. Um, they were there, they were yelling, build that wall. They were yelling, make America great again, carrying on, acting stupid, being disrespectful. Um, that's the gist of what I got from Twitter. So, of course, I go and I do my quick little research. And then um, I share an article that I read, um, basically claiming the same thing that I just went through. And I posted a picture on the Everything Podcast Instagram of the kid's face. It was a snapshot of the video that I was watching. And the snapshot just, it enraged me. It made me, it filled me with anger. Um... And I kind of jumped on the whole wave of anger that was perpetuated on Twitter for the most part, because that's where I got this information from. And because, um, you know, that's where breaking news happens the fastest is Twitter, unfortunately. And I just was so pissed off and disappointed. And it just a whole bunch of I had a whole bunch of feelings on this thing. And it just, it, it made me sick that uh, these kids were doing this and the look of defiance on the face of this kid uh, as he was just standing there in, in, in Nathan Phillips' face. Uh, so I went on Facebook because, well, I just went on Facebook and I saw that a friend of mine who has a difference in political opinions from me posted an article that was disputing the original video that I just described and kind of casting doubt on the validity of it. And I went in there <clears throat> and I tried to light her up and I posted a five-minute video that shows the students standing basically at the steps of the monument. There was a bunch of them. I w if I had to guess, it was about 50 to 60 kids standing there it's rough guess because it could be more it could be less it was a lot of them and they're standing there on the staircase this group of four or maybe five black hebrew israelites are standing right where these kids are they're not in their face but they're um like at the bottom of the stairs and they're doing their spiel but they seem to be yelling things at these kids they're using the n-word repeatedly um they're saying this nigga that nigga over there yada 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 um and these kids are basically kind of um they weren't exactly shouting anything really at them they were just kind of shouting out school it to me it looked like school cheers or whatever um I couldn't really hear what they were saying because I don't know what they're saying. So to me, it just sounds like a loud noise. Um, and they were carrying on and acting on and, and um, 
I posted it. It was a five-minute video. I posted it. That's what was basically was going on at the beginning of the video. And then things started escalating. Um, there was a black kid with the students. Because um, for the most part, it seemed like they were all white. And then uh, it seemed like there were some black students also with them. And the uh, Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites were... Um, I don't want to say accosting, but I don't really know what else to call it. They were telling that black kid, yo, when you get old enough, they're going to harvest your organs. Get out. Get out. They were yelling, like, get out. Have you seen the movie? Um, I don't. And and these kids were basically being kids, laughing and um, kind of, you know how you were when you were 16 and an adult is trying to tell you some shit. That's basically how they were acting. I'm just describing the video that I found, which was about 5 minutes and 41 seconds. Um, that's what was happening there. And then one student comes down from the top of the stairs. He starts taking off his shirt, his hat. He takes off his undershirt. He has no shirt on now. And it looks like he was leading them in like a haka. But I've come to find out later it was just a school cheer that he was... Uh, leading them all into a school cheer and then they all started doing it as he's doing it or whatever um that's going on and then mr nathan nathan phillips and the the native american tribe who was with him they start slowly walking in between the two factions and he starts playing the drum and the students come down a little bit from the staircase and they basically get closer to Nathan Phillips and they that's where they start the jumping around and the carrying on and the chanting and all the other things that they were doing. Now, at no point in that five-minute video did I hear anyone say anything about Make America Great Again or Build That Wall or really, to be honest with you... uh. I didn't really hear those kids say anything derogatory. What I did see, which pissed me off, was how they were carrying on in front of this gentleman. Um, and that's the video that I shared to the friend of mine's page. Uh, and then me and this person started going back and forth. Um, because the person was defending them. I was defending the Native American tribe, and uh, we just kept going at each other. And then another person posted another video in the same comment section, and I go to look at that video, and it's um, some Democrats fucking with a guy who's holding up Donald Trump propaganda and shit and i'm like then what the fuck does that have to do with me i've never even seen this video i don't know why um but then i stepped away from the argument and i decided to actually go online and start looking for all of this video that i could i went to reddit um i went to a couple different places and what i ended up finding confused me because I found longer videos and I found 
a lot of discrepancies. Now, before I get into what I found, this whole situation escalated because a lot of people on Twitter who are like verified people, Congress people, actors, um, you know, social media influencers, all these people were calling for these kids, like they were calling for their heads, like they were calling for their names, they wanted to know where the school was, what the phone number was, the address, um, Kathy Griffin, famous comedian, was saying, I want names, this kid needs to be doxxed, he needs to be shamed, he needs to be this and that or whatever, uh, I also added to this because I posted, again, I posted that picture, the screenshot of the first video that I saw, and I basically, I didn't really post any captions, I just posted, uh, I don't remember exactly what I wrote in it, let me see if I can pull it up here without wasting too much of you guys' time, as you can see, I'm trying to stretch my words out so that it seems like I'm... uh, don't have dead air. Now, what I wrote was, someone needs to be slapped. Is this how we hashtag MAGA? Make America great again. So, I, that, that, we had a big divide. Because we had all these famous people, quote unquote famous people, calling for action against children. And then you had the other side, who's like, yo, you didn't even see the whole video. What are you guys talking about? You're all overreacting. You should be ashamed of yourselves uh, just because they're white or whatever. It became a whole fucking back and forth. It became like a huge battle. And I kind of wanted to know. I wanted more information because I was. I, I, I didn't know what was. I didn't know the narrative. I didn't know what was real, what was not real. All I could tell you was what I saw in the video. And after watching that second video that I saw, which was five minutes long, I was like, it doesn't, I, I don't hear them saying anything. And in, in, on, on these reports that we were seeing from like CNN and all these news news outlets, they were saying that these kids were chanting build that wall and fucking MAGA and they were screaming Donald Trump and all kinds of other shit. And in the videos that I saw, I didn't hear any of that. So... As I'm watching more and more videos, I see these uh, Hebrew Israelites yelling at these kids, calling them crackers, calling them bloodsuckers of the poor, um, insulting them, insulting the black students that were there, calling them sellouts. They're going to get their organs harvested. They need to get out. Uh, And they were using the N-word profusely directed toward these white kids and these white kids were just kind of laughing and kind of carrying on but keeping their distance and then i heard these uh the hebrew israelites saying there's a reason why you guys are over there and we're over here and uh we're we're protected by angels y'all are the devil and all this other stuff um and as i'm watching more and more of these videos I'm kind of taken aback and embarrassed because I'm like, damn, um, this isn't what happened. 
like that first video doesn't is not indicative of what actually happened here. Now, again, I found other videos. I found a video of what seemed to be like a pocket of these kids on another side of uh, the, 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 the monument area yelling at some girls and they were yelling for some reason they were yelling Trump Trump MAGA you're a fucking whore to some girls that were walking by now here's my main I'm trying to give you guys all the information that I can because I I I my my point to all this is that I was wrong in my initial judgment of what I saw, and in my initial jumping on the wave of uh, hatred directed toward these kids, I was definitely in the wrong. I was wrong for going to my home, my homegirl's Facebook page after seeing her post an article that cast doubt on that first video and defending it. And I apologized publicly because um, I was wrong. And I and and again, I've said that on this podcast a million times. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. I try to see both sides, um, and I'm more than willing to admit when I'm wrong. And I was wrong, and I admitted it. Uh, but this does not mean one side is right and the other side is wrong. In in and I'm talking about the the people involved. I don't mean the outside entities, the news media and all these social media people who jumped on the hate bandwagon. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people involved. The I can see where the Hebrew Israelites were wrong. I can see where these Covington students were wrong. And um, the Native American gentleman, Nathan Phillips, their protest had ended apparently two, like two hours before this whole thing happened. So why they felt the need to interject themselves into what was happening, I don't know. Supposedly he was doing it to get in between them to defuse the situation, but all he really seemed to do was escalate it by getting involved. Um, In my opinion, he should have just kept it moving in his own direction, but that's just me. Um, Now, both all sides to me, are guilty of wrongdoing. But in this, in this instance, you, you have to... You got to look at the adults here, okay? You, when you're talking about 16-year-old boys who are all fucking jacked up on hormones and testosterone, they're all fucking jerking off every fucking night. They're just thinking about pussy all fucking day. That's all you're thinking about. When you're 16, that's all you can do. You're fucking rubbing your elbow into your crotch every fucking chance you get trying to jerk your dick. Uh, They got hormones running all through them. They're in a place they don't know. They're basically set free to do whatever because I don't, don't, in those videos, I don't really see any adults. I don't know where their chaperones are or where the people who who brought them there were. But uh, if I, if I, Missed them in the video. That was me because they all looked to be about the same age. I didn't really see any adults trying to corral these kids. Um, but you got adults in these p- 
pockets of protesters, the Hebrew Israelites and the Native Americans, you kind of have to be the bigger people here and realize you're dealing with children. Children. They're kids. And they're going to school. If I'm not mistaken, it's a Catholic school. They have an ideology being beat into their head all day, every day that, you know, first of all, the women's, the woman's right to choose is not valid. Uh, you know, it's evil. Uh, whatever other views that they're getting, that's what they're going by. And now you have these Hebrew Israelites calling them nigga and accosting them and yelling things at them. Um, it was bound to get out of control. And as far as all of them are concerned, who were involved in the actual, you know, because nothing actually really happened. Thank God there wasn't any violence or anything like that. It was just words. But, um, you know, in these days, in these days of cell phone cameras and, you know, going live, everything is, everything now is, is online and you see it instantly and people are going to start reacting to it. So as far as all the people who were there concerned, the adults should have adulted. Okay. But there was wrongdoing on all parts. And I can see that in watching all of the videos that I've watched. The news media, this is where the bigger picture comes in. The news media who saw these videos and decided to just post pictures of this kid and his face online and paint the narrative that he was interrupting a peaceful Native American protest and naming him the new face of white patriarchy and trying to paint this kid as some kind of evil racist, uh, Nazi, like, I'm afraid because I grew up watching the news and thinking that those were like the people who tell you what's happening. Like, I never thought the news would lie. I never thought when I was younger that you you watching, you know, Chuck Scarborough and fucking, you know, the Channel 5 news, the 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 evening news, the Dan Rathers and and these things that I didn't think that those people were lying to you or trying to manipulate you. And as as I'm an, as I've grown and become an adult and I pay attention more to news and and I see you know, they, they're feeding you narratives and they're pointing you in certain directions and they're only giving you pieces of things. They're not giving you the whole story. And I didn't realize when I was younger that it was like that, whether it was like that before or, or it's just now, I, I don't know, but something has to be like, something has to be done about news and news media and what this whole thing takes me to is donald trump and his fucking fake news line that he always likes to throw out 
And it's like he calls people fake news, fake news, fake news all the time. And I got to fucking tell you, he seems to have a point. Like not all news is fake news, but when you look at things like this, where news media is trying to push like half the country against against another half of the country is frightening. It's terrifying. And I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> I really don't. You know, years and years ago, um, I I was talking to my brother and I was asking him how, if there was a way to create like a website. It was like a an idea that I had in the back of my head to create a website where, um, for people who want to vote, like, can you create a website where you just go and you see like. This is Donald Trump, and this is the policies that he's trying to push forward. This is, you know, Hillary Clinton, and these are the policies that she's trying to push forward. These are her supporters. These are his supporters. Um, these are these are the people in her cabinet and his cabinet, and what they want to push forward. Just black and white facts, where you can just go. Look at it and be like, "Ooh, I like that, that, and that. I'm going to vote for this guy. Or, I like that, 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 that. I'm going to vote for this person. Um, <clears throat> and I I, I kind of like, I almost want somebody to create, take that, but like on steroids. Where you just report news without bias. <laughs> is Is there a place that does that anymore? Do we even have any places like that anymore that just report the news without like leading you to a certain direction or a certain place or just this is a news story. This happened. A car crashed into this thing. This many people were injured. This happened here. Uh, There is a report out that <clears throat> the president is doing this and it's going to affect this there's your story like is there a place that does that i know it doesn't sound sexy and i know everything is based on ratings and clicks and and, and all that shit but somehow some way either we uh, actually there's no neither we have to demand that the news give us the actual news and be fair and honest because we're going down a very dangerous road right now when it comes to like news reporting if <clears throat> i'm not saying i'm the most level-headed person i get mad about things i get emotional about things the other day i was at work crying like a little bitch because somebody posted a video of a dog that was abandoned and you know it was one of those videos where the dog is abandoned they capture it they shave it they rescue it and then at the end it's all happy and shit but just seeing that dog in the street like that had me all emotional and uh you know i'm not the most level-headed person at times when it comes to that i can be i can run off my emotions but God damn it, if I can at least realize something's amiss, let me research this a little more. 
and see what's actually happening. Um, the news media should also be held to that same standard where they actually research and, and report the actual news. Because if I'm finding myself agreeing with Donald Trump, that's a big fucking problem. Because I, I as much as I, you know, I, I don't want, I, I want him to succeed. I want him to be the best president ever. But it's just the way he goes about shit. I just don't agree with. Like, I, of course I want border security. Of course. I think people coming into this country should be coming in the legal way and not sneaking over a fence. But at the same time, I don't agree with the, the, the narrative that we got all these people coming over are drug dealers and pimps and drug peddlers and fucking murderers and rapists and AIDS patients. Like, I don't agree with that. Why are you calling making brown people seem to be like evil? That I, that shit I don't go with. So, you know what I mean? And I'm kind of rambling here. So I'm going to wrap this up. But I just wanted to... Um, we got to be better. And it starts with us. It starts with you listening to this. It starts with me saying this. We have to demand more of these news websites these news channels and these reporters and we have to stop fighting each other on twitter because no one wants to be wrong you're never going to be always right never occasionally you can be wrong yes it can happen so stop defending shit when you know it's wrong because you don't want to look wrong or you think you're too cool for the fucking room. I have a lot of problems with people like that. Yo, if you're wrong, you're wrong. It's not the end of the fucking world. Admit it. Learn from it. And move on. That's it. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the Everything Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I love each and every single one of you. Stay strong. Be safe. Live for today. Because you never know what tomorrow will bring you. I love you all, and I'm out. The Everything Podcast was recorded before a live studio audience.